Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to You've Championed Yourself. Who are you? I'm Chris Ferguson, your host. It has been a dream of mine to showcase ordinary people doing extraordinary things in life for themselves and for others. Those who have taken their dreams, their ideas, and then turned it into their reality, using the experiences they've learned in life to help others. As they reach beyond their personal struggles, their pains, their traumas, where so many people give up and lose hope, there are those few who can walk through their obstacles and challenges. They don't know where it's going to take them. They just trust themselves enough not to give up, to do the follow through in their personal life, in their career and in relationships. This is what I call a champion. Today, I have an amazing lady here. We are talking money, money, money. I am so excited to bring her on. Her name is Sally Gimmon, and she has been in the banking industry for years. So this is going to be such an educational interview for those who are not savvy about money. Let's welcome her to the podcast. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate you having me on today. Oh, very. I, it's my honor because there's so many people. Again, I'm here to help people understand things in life and bring out the people that are willing to talk about subjects that aren't ordinarily talked about. Correct. Just to give you a quick rundown on infinite banking, it's been around for 179 years. It's been, I call infinite banking the secret of the riches for everyone because I found out about this 30 years ago and it took me 30 years to find a policy I could afford. And why can't regular people use a policy? Why, why do the, uh, it's based on things like um, the Rockefellers, the uh, Gettys and everybody else. We can do this. The day I started my first policy, honestly, the same company I had my policy with, it said Warren Buffett started his fifth policy. And he probably had six more zeros at the end of his policy, but right. he doesn't know we're like this now. <laughs> well, the thing is, is um, what made you get into banking? I was a, a resident assistant at University of Maryland, uh, football Saturday, where my dorm was, we're right next to the stadium. A uh, student on the first floor got in some trouble, put her into my Chevy Chevette to take her to the hospital. Um, when they pumped her stomach, she said the, uh, the heel of her Doc Martens, the right heel, it had a false bottom. Like, I, I don't know if you remember, get smart with the telephones and the shoes. I'm like, this is so cool. <laughs> um, it was the guy's name. It was her handler named Greg. I'm like, what the heck's a handler? This is before the Kardashians and everything else. This is 1989. Um, I don't want to use her name, but uh, that's fine, she's, that's fine. she's but from that a was very rich family. Hiding her junk. Exactly. Um, her handler showed up within 45 minutes on a Saturday morning, three-piece suit, perfect hair. And he says, whatever you're studying at Maryland, forget about it. Find out about infinite banking and do do it. get a policy for yourself. I'm like, okay, let me figure this out. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. I kept going after me. He, he, he just uh, saved. I have three, so I get it. That's why I shut <laughs> them all out of my office before I started. So anyway, but I, I love the fact that I had, I've never heard of infinite banking. I had never heard of it. I'm in my 60s now. So the thing is, is I'm like, okay, I missed out on a whole lot of junk here, but I want to pay it forward for the people that haven't heard about it that can set up their futures. Correct. And and it's it, it's a very specialized, sophisticated whole life policy. Um, I'll explain who uses it and why it's good, but please ask me any questions you have. Okay, sure, sure. What's the secret of getting rich? being for everyone. I love this thought. 
-hmm. because it's always been those one percenters that seem to get richer and richer during chaos. And the rest of us are like, holy crap, we can't even pay our mortgage. What's going on? Well, with infinite banking, um, you're using your cash value today. It starts off slow. So uh, the first year you get, you put, um, you only get 63% back. By the second year, you're going to get 70% back. The third year, you're going to get like 80% back. And by the fourth year, you put money in and you get more money out. So it's an ATM that continuously pays you. So oh, wow. what will happen is people who are in debt. Um, I, I don't know if I can share on here, but I, I can send it to anybody who's interested. My one client, uh, she's a friend of mine. Her husband retired from the Air Force, uh, 20 years in the Air Force. They were She was losing her SGLI life insurance and she needed new life insurance. And I'm like, let me show you what to do. They're going to pay off their house in Avondale, Arizona, two vehicles, her uh, 19, nine, uh, 2019 Honda Accord and his 2020 Dodge Ram 250, big truck, really big truck. <laughs> uh, and then $7,000 in credit card debt in eight years and 11 months. And she's just like, before I'm 50, I'm like, before you're 50, she's 34 now. And, wow. you know, it's, it's hard, you know, for them to figure out how to come up with $500 a month. You know, the mm -hmm. first month they're, uh, um, they're negative $180. So she gave up going to Starbucks every day. Um, so we still weren't getting the money there. They um, they started back in March of 2021. In July 2021, they started putting instead of 500, $700 into the policy a month. And now they're up to $1,000. So they're going to pay everything off even faster because they're using the, the banking portion of it. And the next time her car gets replaced first, the next time they go to buy a car, they're going to use their policy to negotiate the best best cash value uh, value for the car and then they'll pay it with the policy and then they'll pay the policy back with interest to make the policy grow even faster. Wow. That I love, see, I love that. And I, I'm, I'm needing a new car. So you've got my, it's not overnight. It, it does. No, no, I, I get that, Correct. but I have my car right now. I ha has 318,000 miles on it. It's a Chevy wow, Trailblazer, 2007. We had friends saying, Oh, Chevys don't go over 250,000. I'm like, Dude, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but my car, if you get in the back seat of my car, a, a passenger seat or in the very back, it looks as pristine today as it did when I purchased it. It's just been taken care of. So it's it's how you show up for yourself and take care of you and your belongings that things really matter. So I, I get that. But right. I, I just think that this is interesting because the fact is, is I'm not sure many people know about that. Honestly, about... 97% of America has never heard of it. Some famous people, uh, most famous is Walt Disney. He mm. asked his friend to uh, help him out with the land for Disneyland in Anaheim. Friend mm. said no. He took a loan from his policy to buy the land in Anaheim. Um, Doris Christopher, I'm not sure if it, uh, your people know about uh, the Pampered Chef. Mm -hmm. She took a $20,000 loan to start Pampered Chef in her basement. It's you know sort of like um, a... a uh, home home parties and things like that. Poor lady sold the business to Berkshire Hathaway. Again, going back to Warren Buffett, uh, she sold the business to Berkshire Hathaway for $6 million. And that all went back into her policy because the loan came from it all tax-free. Um, uh, Roy Ray Court, I just forgot his name, Ray Crock of, of McDonald's. I like this because I have very big feet. At age seven, I wore seven size, women's size seven shoes. But <laughs> He paid off his two investors and started the first Ronald McDonald ad campaign with his big red feet. Um, not to make be political, but President Joe Biden, when he uh, filled out his paperwork, 
he has six policies. I'm assuming three for himself and then three for First Lady um, Jill Biden. But why do, why do upper crust people know about this? And why doesn't the person, everyday person? I, one, of my, one of my clients, um, I have a whole group of senior citizen ladies who are not renewing CDs and taking policies out on grown grandchildren. One of the grown grandchildren, not making fun of her, she's working, she's a single mom with two kids. She's, she's at the dollar store. We worked it out that you know every every week she was putting so much money aside. It took us six months to be able to get this up to, together. And her goal in, in five years, she's going to take a loan from the policy and then buy a house for her kids to have a backyard. They're in a two-bedroom apartment right now. And her big goal is she wants a house. And not making fun of her, but working at the dollar store for $9 an hour, $10 an hour, how are you going to afford that? How are you going to? Right. You know, well, but most banks nowadays require like a 20% deposit exactly. down on the loan that you're taking out. So there's an investment on your part. And I can see where, I, I mean, I've purchased a couple homes and, and yeah, but it, it, I, I had saved for years and years and years and years and years and, and that's okay. But the bottom line is, is that could be so much simpler for people. So much simpler. And, uh, also, um, she's she's in Texas. The, there's a bank I use. For, I, I was originally from Arizona. I just moved to North Carolina in the last few weeks. But um, I know Co America. This is how who she's banking with now. If she continues to pay her policy every month on time, at the fifth when it's five years old, Co America will be able to lend her one third on the death benefit. I can't tell you what the going rate, the interest right, rate will right. be at that time, but it's a two page application, no tax returns, no um, show, showing things like this. The only requirement is an affidavit making co-America first beneficiary. And then, you know, how we wrote the policy. She's 20, she's 26 years old right now, mm-hmm. but in five years when she's 29 years old, I'm sorry, when she's uh, 31 years old, she will get, she can get money from the bank, $150,000, you know, she'll have to pay that back, but she doesn't have to show tax returns. She doesn't have to show uh, what she's doing. She doesn't have to go through the drama of the paperwork, the closings, the openings, the whatever, whatever, you know, the the 2000 page documentation you have to do to prove you can afford it. And and her her grandmother who took, you know, didn't renew the, the, the CD, She's she also has a policy on her, so she's going to be able to do it twice. But today, in today's practices, um, she's putting money in and she's paying off her cell phone bill. She's uh, get only two requirements for her. There is a physical. And then I ask her to open up a second bank account because it's tax free money coming from the insurance policy. So I don't mm-hmm. want to mix it up with what she's paying for groceries, you know, right, right, right. Rent and things like that. But she's paying her current bills. And, you know, once she gets everything going in a few years, getting more money back, she's going to hopefully pay back the loan. If she doesn't, no one's calling her with nasty phone calls. No one's sending her nasty letters. Worst case scenario, the loan she takes from the policy when she dies in 50 years, 70 years, 90 years, worst case scenario, she's not paid back those loans. It'll come from the death benefit, but she'll still leave a huge death benefit for her two children. Hopefully she'll have grandchildren too at the mm-hmm. time when she passes away. So she she keeps telling me, this can't be true. My, my grandmother didn't set me up like this. I'm like, your grandmother loves you. She's taking care. And 
be honest, the grandmother is taking, there's a little bit of a gamble. Grandma's going to have to pay for the policy for four years until the policy pays for itself. Right. And then the worst case scenario, um, after that, she would just call. We write with Foresters, which is based out of uh, Canada. She'll just call Foresters and say, take take the money, the money to pay my policy to keep the policy working for her. Mm-hmm. Um, when you when someone gets a quote, they get a cash flow analysis and a proposal to show them what how much they can take per month. What's well, actually a year, but how much they can take per year. We divide it by twelve months, and they know exactly where they're going. And then they also have at least two free mapping sessions every year. Um, she started her policy last September, September two thousand twenty one. She just got her taxes back re- uh, recently. She sat down, had a new mapping thing, and now you know, she's going to pay off more bills and then knows how much money she'll have for her down payment for her house in five years. So she's ecstatic. I would be too, because I mean, there's nothing more feeling accomplished, feeling safe and feeling to have security in your life than to say, I own my own home. Correct. And, and you know, her, her, she has a six-year-old and she has a four-year-old. They're still rather young, mm-hmm. but they're looking at what kind of, what they want in their room. They're looking at what kind of dog they're going to get. I mean, they're, they're, the family is, the family's together making plans for the future. I mean, mm-hmm. I, we were ta- discussing this earlier. I think hope is missing in mm-hmm. society right now. They have hope to know what they're going to do. And, mm-hmm. and she's just like, I can't believe that, you know, that she's never heard of this. And, my my I call my Texas brigade, but my Texas ladies of a certain age, all over 70, they're the ones who keep bringing me more and more clients. I'm like, OK, let's do this. So uh, but if we can show people how making small changes in their lives, they can start saving for retirement. Right. Um, unfortunately, being a woman, 58 uh, percent of ladies in the United States do mm-hmm. not have access to a 401k at all in their lives. Mm-hmm. You know. And also they say women live for seven years longer than their husbands. Mm-hmm. So we, I want to make sure women, men and women are taken care of, but you need to have I, a plan. I, yeah. I, I, I don't think I, I, in 10 years I'll be on social security and I don't think social security is going to be there for me. So I have a plan to not ha- worry about social security. Right. I, I'm 63. I'm not sure it's going to be there in two years. So guess <laughs> what, you know? Correct. You know, it's a little, it, it's not something I think about all the time, but it, as a junior in high school, they told us you, you're, you're, they closed my elementary school. I was the last graduating class in my high school. And they told me as a junior in high school, don't plan on social security. And it scares me. I mean, well, I don't well, want it to is be- a huge fear because look at the tax money that people have put into that. Then to right. say, I mean, I've been putting into it since I was 11 working yes. since I was 11 and I had to pay taxes as a kid, city, county, and state, you know, however, but not to get the benefit back after all these years. Yeah. What are you you telling me that I could have, if I would have known that at 21, 22, I could pay so much money for an infinite banking and kept it going and kept it going. I'd be Warren Buffett right now. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I have a client, again, grandmother started the policy on him. He's 21 years old, lives with his brother in Colleen, Texas, does not have a car yet. So, you know, works at a grocery store. He 
he said, well, I did the physical for my grandma's policy. Let me start with mine. $500 a month. Now he's putting a $1,500 a month into, into the policy. In two years, don't ask me what Supra he's buying. He knows exactly the color, the model, <laughs> everything else. In five years, he's putting a down payment on the house. At age 50, I mean, Miguel's, um, when he started, he was 21. He's now 22, now uh, 2020, 2022. At age 50, he's going to have $5,000 a month coming from the policy. And he's going to retire in Mexico and sit on the beach and watch the pretty girls walk by. I'm like, what a life to live. I mean, I, I, I'm over 50 and I'm not doing that. And you know, literally, he, everybody in the grocery store in Colleen, Texas, I, one of his friends, um, a, another guy who's 23 years old, he called me on a Monday. Uh, I'm sorry. He called me on a uh, Friday and said, hey, I need this policy that Miguel has. He says, you know what to do. We had a Zoom call on Sunday. It was him. It was his 26-year-old sister, his 44-year-old uh, mother, and his 48-year-old father. All of them are like, why Why don't we know about this? Why can't we do mm -hmm. this? And they all have started policies because they are concerned. In November 2021, Bankrate said 80% of Americans have more than $90,000 in debt and are not saving 10% for retirement. Infinite banking solves both problems. I See, I love that. I love that. Yes. Because it, it, I retired and I had a retirement there, but I didn't do the whole time. So I don't get the whole benefit. And so the fact is, is I'm like, interesting. And as you're talking, I'm thinking, okay, how can I, how can I pull this off? How can I do this and get that? You know, even at 63, when I moved to from Florida up here to Tennessee, I went through the police academy at 60. Wow. To get certified, post-certified in the state of Tennessee. And I told my husband, I said, yeah, I'm going to the academy. He goes, what? I said, yeah, I'm going to go to the academy. He's like, what? And I said, yeah. Uh, I told, I was a reserve deputy um, working for a county up here. And I said, yeah, I'm going to go to the academy. And they go, what? And I said, yeah, I'm going to go to the academy. And this was in March. I started the academy in May. I graduated in August. And I wasn't the fastest, but I was the oldest. But I wasn't the last you, of the but pack. You, did it. You, you, you accomplished it. Congratulations. Well, thank you. But the fact is, is I'm that proof. And, and sitting here and I'm thinking, man, I could do this. I could do this. And, and not to make fun of it. I'm close to your age. How old is your daughter? If you don't mind asking. She's, she's actually, she's 43. She'll be 44 in, in November. Correct. And I have, I have parents taking, you know, I hate to say it. Insurance favors the young, but you know, your daughter would take the physical. You would use the current, the cash flow. you know, as it builds up. I, I have a policy right now. My, my niece by marriage, she did the physical. I'm paying for the policy. I'm using the cash value. But by the time my grandniece turns 18, at 18, she's going to have $146,000 available to her. She can go be a plumber. She can go be an opera singer. She could travel the world. Um, hopefully she'll go to school. We don't know. It's going to be her decision. Right. Maybe not Harvard or Yale. So she's going to have $146,000 available as a lump sum. Her sophomore year, she'll have $12,000 available. Her junior year, thirteen thousand dollars available, and fourteen uh, a senior year, fourteen thousand. Our goal is to make sure she has no student loans to take out. You'll go study being being a geneticist. Go study underwater basket weaving. 
we want her <laughs> to make a decision of what she wants to do. So, right, right. I mean, she's she's two years, almost two years old, running around crazy, but she's going to get that option. And personally, I'm using the cash value. I just took a loan from the policy and I bought a tax seed in Florida that I'm going to sell at the end of, uh, I, I bought it for less than $5,000. I'm selling at the end of May, um, making a nice return on it and going to put the money back into the policy and keep keep the difference for myself because she's got a picture of what it's going to look like when she's 18 years old. And mm -hmm. I have no problem paying the $500, uh, $500 a month. It's She's going to have college education and I can use the money to do my real estate investing. Well, and I, I love that. I love that. So is this how the, how you would say you're paying things off in a third of a time? Correct. So people who have debt, um, I, I, I am a real estate investor. I did come in a little bit differently. Um, in my real estate class, how I got involved with infinite banking, my, uh, my mentor, Jay, brought in a, a gentleman who sold my policy. That was November 2019. They had a, uh, brought 75 clients together to Daytona Beach in uh, January 2020. You would think Daytona Beach, not in January, cold as anything. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we, there were 75 of us all talking about and they were showing us different examples to use things. And the reason I do this is on the second day, we're, we're sitting at tables, we get up the stretch, and the gentleman sitting next to me who has an insurance company in uh, Philadelphia, he turns to me and says, I understand this for me and my wife. I'm never going to do this for any of my clients. I need to make a commission. I personally take a 70% uh, cut in commission from a regular, you know, if I was going to, sell you a regular policy because mm -hmm. I want you to be able to benefit from this. Um, Dave Ramsey is well, well known for buy term and invest the rest. He's mm -hmm. made millions of dollars. He lives in the mansion. Dave Ramsey has three infinite banking policies. I want him to know my name that I want him to be embarrassed that he's not teaching his followers, you know, my, my brother and sister-in-law did Dave Ramsey little envelopes and you know, they're debt free. But why is he not teaching them something he knows, but he makes money from Prime America selling the, the right. term insurance? So honest to God, I don't talk about it as a life insurance product. I'm talking about it as a banking product to help right. you pay off the debt. You know, back to my friends, Trisha and Mike, Mike, you know, you get an Excel spreadsheet to put together for their mapping thing. Mike an E7 Air Force Master Sergeant in charge of F, uh, F-37s, things like this. He's looking at his paperwork. He pays $650 a month for his truck. He gets out his paperwork and it's 29% interest rate on his truck for seven years. He's like, what did I do to my family? And I'm like, we're, so instead of paying credit cards off first, we're paying the truck off first. And he's like, I love this truck. I'm like, you're going to love this truck again. It's your decision. They just had their... Um, year review they have made a decision they're not going to pay off their house fast they their interest rate on their house is really low at 3.5 percent. they right. want to start investing it and you know there's all kinds of things they can do when they pay off, pay off the two cars and the credit cards and everything right i can i can see that i can see that the thing is is uh, um dave ramsey does he does a lot of programs for kids they use it here in tennessee oh, to, I didn't know that. yeah he did he has a, a financial program that he's put out and I love the fact that they're teaching kids about credit cards or teaching them about rent and how to budget and how to do different things, understanding checking accounts, you know, uh, credits, 
scores, things like this, that they, that here in Tennessee, it's called personal finance and it's a requirement. It's not a, it's, it's not something that you're, it's an elective. You can just decide to take. It's something that you're required to take to give you that extra foot up in because they didn't teach us about credit scores. They didn't teach us about anything. And the minute I retired, I had like 20 credit card companies wanting me to sign up with them because I have good credit because I pay my bills. I I don't overspend. I don't get crazy. However, that's why I can retire at 62. So with, you know, but the fact is, is that, you know, but I had to, I have to pay for my own insurance in this. That is a whole nother subject. I'd like to really bring somebody on to explain to me how this, uh, um, whatever they call it, I call it Obamacare because that's when it came into office. And I was told I was going to have the same insurance that I had when I was working. And I have nothing like I was working. It's, it's kind of scary. Um, personally, yeah. just on my, on my take on it, I have a $100,000 policy for stroke, um, cancer, or heart attack because that's what I'm more concerned about. Um, trying to work things through, you know, because I hate to t- say it. Um, medication is so expensive. I mean, uh, yes, it is. And the fact is, is that most people don't realize that when you, when you don't have, uh, when you have this marketplace insurance, I pay extra money for a dental care. My, I called to make a dental appointment the other day and they said, well, you really need to check with your insurance company if they, they are with us because they're really weird as far as paying off things. I'm like, are you serious? I'm paying for this. And now you're telling me they're not going to pay you, but you're on their list. I said, this is ridiculous. That's And, and you did your homework. but I did. Absolutely. I did. So I was like, this is crazy. So I get that. And, and so in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, let me see what I could do. I'll probably be calling you after this podcast to see what I can do for myself and for my daughter. I, I, I have a good, I, I have a friend who does, he looks at things like that. I, that's just how, what I went through. But um, honestly, I hate to say it, but the, we we're responsible for figuring out our own way of doing things. I mean, mm-hmm. if I can help someone figure out, let's get out of debt first, because the, the number one reason people are div- getting divorced now is because mm-hmm. of finances. Mm-hmm. The that's number cool. one reason why people are filing bankruptcy is because they had a health health situation. Mm-hmm. What if we could leave, you know, you're going to have money available to you at, when you need it. I mean, mm-hmm. the first month, it does take three weeks to uh, set up, you know, with, with the insurance company to make sure you're not laundering money. That's the number one problem with insurance insurance companies. But mm-hmm. after that, yeah, on, Friday, on Monday, you put in a request to take a loan. The money will be in your account by Thursday. So, you know, you, you, that the, I said there was two things to change. One was getting a new bank account. And the second is pay your insurance first and then start pay your bills after that. But you're not in this alone. Um, you know, with my company, there, there's a mapping and the follow up on this. But when I originally learned about infinite banking way back in 1989, before cell phones, that's why she had two quarters. I went to mm-hmm. a meeting. This was uh, October. In February, I went to Crystal City across the river in Virginia. I went to a family office meeting, not making fun of these people, 
but the guy is up there and he goes, you're going to start a policy at $25,000 a month for the first five years. And it's going to go 50,000 a month. And I start laughing and everybody around me is like, what's your problem? Like, I don't even make $25,000. I'm a college kid. And I mean, that most of these policies, the gentleman who sold my policy back in my real estate group, he, I asked him, Hey, let's do a mastermind in my real estate group. And he said to my face, not by email or anything else, we were, at, we were in uh, Daytona Beach. He goes, there's not enough money in your real estate group for me to waste my time. I found out he sold seven policies that night. And I'm like, there's not enough money? You know, I, 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 average Americans are suffering. I mean, yeah. if we can show Americans how to pay down, I mean, I, I, I just moved to North Carolina and I know where I want to live. And I found out there's a condo for sale. For eight hundred and ninety-five thousand dollars, I'm like, I'm not buying a six-bedroom, a six-bath house. I'm buying a two-bedroom, two-bath house. I, mm -hmm. you know, that just shocked me to see how much that condo was. So, I can't believe how average Americans are are so drowning in debt, and how can we help them get to get them back on their feet? And it is once you do start paying down your debt, you start getting hope back, you start getting pride back, and you start doing doing more things. Right. It, it, it's it's, it, it, I want to help people. And another thing, uh, a question you had um, with my uh, personal website, I do have the uh, seven streams of income. You know, my, how I invested in, in real estate was notes, mortgage notes, and uh, the court system shut down for two, uh, two years with COVID. So mm -hmm. I had to scramble to do things. And if I can help you, you've got people, you said in Singapore, you have people in Canada and other places. Infinite banking. I'm only licensed here in the United States, mm -hmm. but if there's other things to help people, you know, maybe you want to start a business. There's a profits class, or if you sell the profits class, you get you get paid on it. So do take some time. Maybe you want to do one of the uh, streams of income. Maybe you don't want to do any of them, but there's other options out there. Just start something to help yourself because I hate to say it, gov the government's not going to be there to help you. Well, that's that. See, that's part of the problem now because they try to say, "Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna put a, put, you know, try to get this bill through to pay off school loans." Well, I'm sorry, nobody paid for my school loan. I I paid a hundred dollars off. I did not have a pot to drop anything in. I couldn't. I couldn't get scholarships. I couldn't get Pell grants. And I paid every penny of that $40,000 for my bachelor's degree. But back to my original story, I was a resident assistant at Maryland in charge of 70 freshmen because I needed money for school, you know, and I, I went to, I went to graduate school, had a great time in graduate school. I took a $20,000 loan for a trip to South Africa for three weeks. Fantastic time. My responsibility, I paid off my student loans and, you know, I, I, I was discussing you uh, with my nephew um, he's a school teacher and he's got a lot of student loans. And I'm like, start a side hustle, you know, just do, help, your, help yourself to help yourself, you know, right. and, and, you know, I know interest rates are higher and a lot of his loans were private. All mine were Sally Mae at the time, which it's funny. I dated a guy. His last name was May. I'm like, we're not getting married. This relationship has nowhere to go from here. Correct. And, you know, it, I'm going to be honest, I, I it, it took me years. It, it, I paid off my student loans in 2019 because I got involved with real estate. And 
you know, I was lucky that I, I found a great group, you know, but I've had two deals go bad. I've had many deals go, uh, go good, go well, but I'm, I'm, I'm not saying be me, but do something for yourself, if that makes sense. It does, because the thing, well, here's here's the bottom line. What you're giving is the knowledge. It's Correct. up to them to make the choice, because what might fit my arena may not fit other people's arena, or what's in their arena might not fit my arena. Correct. I don't know, but the fact is, is the knowledge is what's important. Getting that information, I have never in my life heard of infinite banking, never. And, and, and you know, and I'm not, I'm not a brainiac either. I mean, I'm no. an average person, but I had never heard of that in my life. And do if you want to, uh, there's a true story. Go out to Google and put in the letters "bully." B O L I. Bravo, Oscar Lima, Indian. That means bank-owned life insurance. The banks last year, 2019, put 1.3 trillion dollars into these policies. The banks are doing these policies. Why aren't we doing these policies? Um, I don't know if you remember a story probably about 10 years ago about a, a Walmart in Florida that they were taking out life insurance policies on their workers. This is what they were doing. They were taking, um, it's Cole, a company-owned life insurance, C-O-L-I, um, but they, they were taking insurance policies out on the workers because it was costing Walmart so much to rehire or retrain people, mm -hmm. and they weren't going to send out the stories that were out at that time where they were going to send hitmen after the cashier. I'm like, no, they weren't going to do that. But there's companies out there doing this or the banks are doing this. Why aren't regular Joe Schmo uh, um, you know, doing this? Why, why isn't Mary Sue doing this or know about it? You know, maybe it's not for you personally. Maybe your daughter won't help you out, but maybe somebody else's cousin will do it. Maybe somebody else's business partner. I, um, one thing that is difficult to deal with is people who are taking insulin for um, diabetes. Mm -hmm. Usually they're getting turned down. I have one, one client, his uh, younger sister is, um, he took the policy on his younger sister and she's like, you now have to cook for me every time I come. So, you know, there, there's, there's ways to work around this. Um, but just look into it, just find out some information mm -hmm. because like you said, you've never heard of this. I, one of my one of my one of my agents who's under me, she's 61 years old. She's taken out a policy on her three grown sons, and the the son she's made the sons take a policy on them, and she's paying off her mortgage. She's just like, I did not want to be 61 and have a mortgage, and this is her goal: pay off her mortgage in three and a half years. And her 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 middle son's just like. My mom's crazy, but I love this policy. So <laughs> the benefits are amazing. Yes, yes. And so, so the fact is, is I I love that. But what are, do you do you know offhand what the 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 seven str uh, streams of income is? My my seven streams. The, my first one is a company called Excess Elite that sells online education. Um, basically. You could either purchase, come in at $100, $250, $500, $1,000, or $2,000. That's just purchase the information you want. Or if you decide you want to start selling it, you have to roll up one, one client. Um, my, my whole goal in life, I want things simple. Second one is a friend of mine gave me, uh, told me about this gift giving platform that uh, it's a gift giving. I joined for $100 and brought two people in. I bought three seats, myself, my Roth IRA, and my, uh, my LLC. 
One of the seats I sold to my dad, it was himself and his reverse mortgage. When he passed away, I, I, you know, I took over his seats, not paying attention. You know, you, you get notification. So what happens? You come in as a freshman. There's uh, eight freshmen. There's four sophomores. There's uh, two uh, juniors and then one senior. The freshmen gift the senior on the $100 board. And then so the first board, I have a video to t teach people, but, but I make $300 on the first board because I buy another seat on the $100 board and then go up to the $400 board. I'm following what's going on with my dad's account, but not. I didn't have uh, online access because he was in a trust. I didn't have a debit card. February 20, 2022, I went back to Phoenix to shut things down. $56,000 was sitting in his account. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, so I gifted my, my two brothers $16,000 a piece saying this is the one and only time you get a gift from me. If you can gift one person, you can gift, I can gift one person only up to $16,000 a year, but how it's set up, the how the thing is set up, you're moving all the time. I didn't realize how fast these, these seats were moving. I mean, an extra $56,000, he died in, November of 2020, so 18 months, a year. So another thing uh, with uh, being infinite banking, uh, my one-third of my clients become agents because they want to sell policies to their families. There's also the trust. We did discuss that. But if you want to defer capital gains, I'm, I do real estate or um, uh, cryptocurrency, uh, things like that, you, you uh, can sell the trust. With my real estate company, um, you can. Uh, it's called an ICM, not Intercontinental Missile. I forget what it is. <laughs> we oh talked about that, but okay. it's an ICM. Okay. What, what was that? Intercontinental Missile. <laughs> but you, you, you can you can sell the education to other uh, other people um, and get paid on it. And you know, it's I I I got. When everything shut down, I had three properties that stopped paying me. So my income coming in all of a sudden went away and I scrambled to find other streams of income. So my friend introduced me to the gift giving tree and then the excess elite. I've uh, another friend introduced me to. I don't I've got nothing wrong with ML, MLMs. But mm -hmm. I don't want to track down people. You know, I'm like, here, yeah. this is something easy yeah. to do. No. This is MLMs have been around for years, years and years and years and years. And 99% of the people have had a bad experience with MLMs. I, I just, I like my time. I like my personal time. And a friend of mine, not making fun of the group she's, she's involved with, but she's like, you've got to join this group. I'm, like, I'm not track. I'm not going to try to sell other products. I mean, if someone wants to do it, great. If someone doesn't want to do it, great. Um, the, it's interesting. My one brother, who's a former Secret Service agent, when I first joined, I, I told him all about this. And when I gifted him the money, he's just like, how do I get seats now? I'm like, oh, you told me this was illegal by, you know, two years ago. So <laughs> so he he and his wife got seats and then um, you have to be 18 years old. But, mm -hmm. you know, of the of his children, four of his children, were like a hundred dollars and two friends. I can do this. And they, I mean, all of a sudden, because my dad had money in his account they believe it's working. And I'm like, thank you for trusting me when I reach out to you originally. So. Right. And, and I think with money that people are so apprehensive because they've been scammed or they've been taken right. advantage of. And so with all this stuff, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Correct. And, and, and it's just my, my way of doing things to be on a podcast to give to people, 
because you're giving me time to talk and I appreciate it. And if we can help your listeners, again, some of the things cannot be done internationally. Some of the things can be done internationally. So if you have somebody in Greece or you have somebody in Egypt, if they want to have an idea, there's something there to help them because I do speak on an internet. Um, it's called Win, Win Win Women TV. That is an international program. So that's why I have the Exodus Elite part of it. Perfect. Well, I love to help women out because they're, they've been so far behind the eight ball for so long and they're trying to adapt. And they, I literally had to speak up for a lady who was working at the same facility I was working at. She had more experience than the guy that had the position before her had a degree in the position where he didn't. And they wanted to pay her $3,000 less. Why? Starting sorry. And I'm like, you know what? This isn't right. So I went to my boss and I said, you know what? When this gets out, this is going to be devastating. And sure. because most of your staff are women. So you just took away the possibility of being able to earn money as an individual. And you're using their sex as a reason why not to pay. Correct. I, a good friend of mine um, from college, um, he, he and his wife have the policies and he's just like, his comment is, I want my wife to make 30% more, just like I do, no matter. And they both work, I'm not going to say the bank's name, but a very large national bank. Right. And she is making less than he is, and they are in the exact same position. And why? You know, because it's, 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 it's all about power, control, and greed. And that's what it's been for centuries. Correct. So I, you know, that, that's the part that, that's why I, I, it's not that I give special concessions, but I'm willing to, this is wrong. There's, wrong there's is wrong. I don't world. care there's if you're male or female. There are, there are more women in the world. And if we empower women, I don't want to say this meanly, but things will get done. You know? Well, there's this, this meme out there that I saw that if uh, men had to figure out how to get a mosquito off the end of their, their penis, they would look <laughs> at different ways of avoiding wars. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's true. It's true. When, you, when I, you think about it, but then the woman's going to think of that method beforehand. So she doesn't hurt you and still gets the same outcome. And, and you know, not a war between sexes, but no. you know, when 56% it's, it's of Americans, it's the traditions, correct. correct. You know, 56% of American of females in America don't have access to uh, 401k. I mean, the gentleman, uh, um, oh, what's his name? Ed Bena, who did the 401k. He's it. He taught, he teaches people infinite banking too. So that, that's a whole different story. But you know, if you don't even have an access to save money, I, I, I I'm not making fun of Americans, but $90,000 in debt and you're only making 60,000. You're, 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 you're wow. not, you're yes. not, you're drowning. Yes, yes, you're, you're, yes. Yeah, you know, you're 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 not you're not paddling the water, you're drowning in the water. And if we can help people figure out something to do differently, it, it, the whole reason I got involved in real estate, just to let you know, my my dad's retired military, they have Tricare for life. My mom, long involved story, she had a hernia operation that got infected and everything else, um, got septa and was on a ventilator. Mm. I was going through their mail. Um, they were in a different part of the country. They had traveled someplace. Her hospital bill for um, November 2018 was $179,000. Mm -hmm. you know, she had Social Security, but if she was on a uh, Advantage plan or something else, 
And then that Christmas, I, I, I flew out to stay with them. And on New Year's Eve, she was on a 24, uh, 24 people on ventilators on her floor on New Year's Eve. Four different patients were taken home by family members and taken off ventilators. And the uh, respiratory therapist was just crying, going, what are they doing? I'm like, they're broke. They can't afford the hospital care. And I'm sitting there going, what am I going to do in 2018? I've got to come up with something because mm -hmm. I don't have $179,000 in savings at that time. Mm -hmm. So, And then it went crazy because when COVID hit, there was hospitals and doctors getting paid money for every death certificate they put COVID on it or every ventilator that they put a person on, yeah. they were getting extra money. So it became, once it became about money, all of a sudden hospitals and doctors were trying to recoup losses, pay off their, their loans. But this is a thing I tell everybody and, and, and it's not to be mean, but college is a business. Yes. And they have their prices set. And then, then people are like, well, the government uh, gives out student loans and then they turn it out to private businesses. I said, they're not in the business of educating people. Correct. And, and so then the companies can charge whatever interest they want. And it has always been for the rich, for people to go to school, to get those college educations. Correct. And, it, and you know, college is a great time to go and things like this. But my nephew, who I was talking to you about, he was a senior when COVID struck and, you know, lab work and he, he's a geneticist and lab work and things like that. The, I, I, I had a very interesting conversation with my dad before he passed away. He, he suffered from polio when polio struck and he mm -hmm. said, what's happening with COVID is nothing close to how they shut. He was in Pittsburgh at the time. He goes, they shut down everything in Pittsburgh. You know, we couldn't, uh, my, my two uncles who were younger than him, they couldn't have lockers at school because they didn't know if someone was touching a locker would catch polio and things like that. And he's just like, it's, he was comparing the two. And um, I had this lecture in my freshman year of college and I've had something else. Every 80 years, America goes through something. So 2020 was COVID. 80 years before that, 1944, it was World War II. Before that, it was, you know, in the world takes like a breath and then shifts and you've got to shift along with it or get left behind. And I, I personally am not going to be left behind. I, 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 I want to bring as many people along with me as I can. And I, I, that's why I was so excited to have you come on here today. The one thing is, is that this was man-made. This, this whole COVID thing was man-made. And most people don't understand that in World War One. The first case of the Spanish flu was, which was H1N1, sound familiar? Was a corporal at an army post in Kansas who happened to work at the chow hall. Had oh, contracted wow. H1N1, first case ever reported. And what is he doing? This kind of stuff. And, do, and, and he's putting it the, in the hash. He's putting it on the gravy. Yes. And so then World War one happened. What did we do? We sent our military over to Europe who had been exposed to H1N1. So then it spreads and they call it the Spanish flu. Every and flu that has happened since the Spanish war has been a mutated version of H1N1. So the thing is, is this is not that every 44 years or 80 years, something happens. This is by design. 
this is by design because we were using H1N1 and mustard gas in World War One to help. I did not know that. The, yes, to debilitate the the opposing people that we're fighting against to take them out to make mustard gas be more effective because it was a respiratory thing. So the fact is, is that every, again, every flu has been mutated, but the thing was, is it, it costs money to mutate it. It costs research to mutate it. That's not where the money is. The money is in the antidote. And if you, and, and this is how you do an investigation. This is how you do research. Follow the money. Follow the patents yep. that are on these antibodies. China, it's in the National Institute of Health, Dr. Fauci's little group on the government level, in January of 2020, tried to get a U.S. patent for hydrocorticoin as the antidote for coronavirus, what it was being called at that point. And the National Institute of Health reported out in April of 2020, that that's what they tried to do. So the thing is, is that most people see being my age and, and, and being that inquisitive one and that researcher and that investigator in 1983, there was uh, the freedom of information act has been a godsend to many people to disprove these, these conspiracy theories and stuff. In 1983, Ronald Reagan contacted the National Health Institute of Health, which Fauci was there then, a professor at Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and the military. And there's a letter that is out that says you cannot manufacture what you're manufacturing in this country. We have constitutions, we have treaties, we have international laws that prohibit it. If it's natural, not a problem. If it's mutated, it's considered biological warfare. I'm not telling you to stop. I'm telling you, you can't do it in this country. Wow. And at that point, the military, the professor and Fauci all went to China called a place called Wuhan and built a level four facility for bacterial warfare. So the fact is, is that when you do the research and you go and you see everything, it's like, hmm, polio. Connecting the dots. Yeah, it is. It's, it's connecting the dots. Polio. That vaccination and polio, they never said it was going to stop it. They just said it wasn't going to kill you. And people were grateful for that because polio was killing so many people. Chickenpox, a lot of people dying from chickenpox. They had eradicated. My brother, my brother came home. For, he was in second grade, came home. We were living in Pittsburgh in townhouses at the time. My mom called every single person in the townhouse to come over and play. We all got chickenpox at the same time. I'm like, you had a chickenpox party. That's weird. So well, here's the thing is, is I've never had chickenpox. Oh, wow. And chickenpox becomes adult shingles. So you can't, you carry that virus in you. And that's what shingles are, is the adult version of chickenpox. People don't know that either. So the well, fact I is, my husband had chickenpox. My daughter had chickenpox. I've just never had it. I had the mumps, but you don't even hear about that stuff anymore. No. But chickenpox are making a resurgence. 
in this country because we have so many illegal immigrants coming into this country that are not vaccinated, that it's exposing people on a level that people aren't aware of. Well, we just had a case. Um, this was uh, recently. It was an immigrant from Venezuela. They went to an Indian casino in Phoenix. They went to a concert in Phoenix. They went to a very popular um uh, bar, like the, all these places, like they were there for a four day weekend. And if he could have hit higher places, he, it was, um, what's the one with the red bump? Uh, is it mumps or measles? Uh, he it, wasn't measles it, vaccinated. It's chicken pox, actually. It's chicken pox. Okay. Well, it was a, a measles outbreak. And it was amazing how many people got sick with measles because they weren't vaccinated against measles. And well, they had, yeah. And so that's my point. But the fact is, is the bottom line is, is that, um, in this country, they don't do what's right for the people. They do for whatever political uh, negotiations that they want to do with other countries and forget about us, but they want our money. So this is why this topic, circling back around, this is yes. why this topic is so, so important for people it, because it, it is on you to safeguard you because the government doesn't give two hoots. And if you, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but it's a book called The Creature from Jekyll Island, how they set up the Federal Reserve and who's in charge of the Federal Reserve. I mean, there's, I want to say, I might get the number wrong, 12 smaller Federal Reserves where the bank, the bank put the people on. Only the seven in Washington, D.C. get voted on by Congress. And when this was set up back in 1913, all the people who went to the meeting, the uh, industrialists at the time, Mm -hmm. All their families are involved with the trust, are involved with uh, infinite banking and everything else. And I'm like, follow the money and learn from the money be mm -hmm. to, because they know what they're doing. And um, it's interesting. I, I've had this argument about the trust. This, this one guy's like, this is going to be a knockdown. I'm like, who's going to knock it down? 55 of the 100 senators have a trust just like this. Trust me, they're not going to vote against it. You know, right. it, it, no, and I agree because the thing is, is they're not going to, well, they wouldn't intentionally cut off their nose despite their face. Correct. Correct. So I agree. Give my audience three tips of what they need to do to better their life with money. three tips. They need to believe in themselves. Um, I, I, I'm going to crow. I just got uh, uh, published in Authority Magazine for my most favorite book. It's by Dr. Joseph Murphy, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind, The Six Inches Between Your between your uh, Ears, is the most expensive real estate you can have anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. If you get a chance, read the book. It's a little bit older. His examples are a little bit older. But if you just put what he talks about into, into use, you your life can change. So believe in yourself. Um, listen, I think that's one of the most important things that we're missing in America right now. I think we are so black and white, so left and right. Um, we need to listen to each other. And I don't mean to be mushy ushy, but we need to learn how to love again. I mean, I, mm, I love that. I, 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 I can't believe the hate that you hear out there now. I mean, would you say that to your brother across the table? Would you say that to your mother, how you're talking to somebody else? We need to understand and love the other person. And I think I would just take it one further is when you start loving yourself. Yes. When you love yourself, you're not going to be offensive. When you love yourself, you're not going to be demeaning. You're not going to be that person of hate, that person of negativity, that person of limited view, ignorance. 
I, I, I just want to, my sister-in-law made a comment to me and because she says I'm a very optimistic person. And my mom did this to us. When you get up in the morning, the first thing you do is go to the bathroom and you wash your hands. And as you're washing your hands, my mom always told us, say, I love you, Sally. So somebody in the day said, I love you to you. So I, I, when I told her that, she's like, oh, that's really nice. And I said, well, the, you know, my brother who's married to her, he's like, I do it every morning. I'm like, well, my other brother, I do it every morning. And if, if it's the smallest thing you can do to yourself, just say, hey, I love you. It makes your day a whole lot better because you're washing your hands anyway. You'll just, uh, I, and my mom was not a philosopher or anything else. It was just something really simple. And I laugh at myself every morning when I do it. I'm like, hey, mom, I'm remembering, you know, I remember you for this, but I think it was so powerful. Mm -hmm. I, it, it, it is because the thing is, is the, our mindset, we do more harm to ourselves yes. with our thoughts than yes. anything anybody else could do to us. Yes. 65,000 thoughts a day and more than half of them are negative. You're going to be in the negative, mm -hmm. negative field. Mm -hmm. Why be down there when you can be up a little bit higher than you were yesterday? That That's the most important thing. Well, here's the other thing about building up value and worth in yourself and getting confidence in yourself is trusting yourself. And if you start thinking, you know what, universe, this is, what's my best day look like? Show me. And then look for all the positivity that you see. Because no matter what comes, it's not permanent. Correct. It's that it, instant. It's that moment. It's that miracle. And when you see the miracle of living, and it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter if you were an orphan like I was at eight years old. It doesn't matter if you've had three near-death experiences. It doesn't matter if you've had cancer. It doesn't matter how you define your life. It just matters that you love yourself enough to trust yourself to say, I'm going to get the knowledge that I need to become my best version of me. And that has got to be in a complete package. It, it's a knowledge of education, finances, um, medical, as far as like insurance, all the things that you're going to need, contracts, leases, all of this stuff is important. But again, we don't teach any of this in school or we didn't back in my day. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but the largest book publisher in the United States is Little, Little Brown Books. Little, mm -hmm. yeah, Little Brown Books. Do you know who owns them? Mm -mm. Bank of America. And mm. Bank of America is not teaching, you know, they're not teaching you how to get out of debt. I, I don't want to take up too much time, but no, fractional banking, when you go to the bank, you put $100 into your bank account. The, how fractional banking works, they have to keep $10. They take they take the money, you get a car loan at 9%. This person gets a, um, a mortgage at 4%. This person gets a credit card at 12%. And the banks making the banks make between 14% to 1,300% on your money. Mm -hmm. So if the banks can do it, why can't we do it? Why can't we learn to do something the banks are doing? You said it earlier, follow the money. If you can follow the money and do what the banks do, congratulations. You, you, you. And it's not like you have to come up with a gazillion thousands of dollars to get it started. Co correct. And, you know, my, my company, it starts at $500 a month. Um, we were on a show together last week and another gentleman was doing infinite banking. And his thing was, I don't start anything under $10,000 a year. And I'm like, you know, we'll, we'll go to different ways. But 
if it might not be for you, it might be for your cousin, it might be for your neighbor, but let them know there is maybe not a perfect solution, but there is a solution out there. Right. And see, that's the, that's the part that I like. Uh, And that's the part, this is why I was so excited because this is information ordinary people don't know. Correct. And if they can do this, if they can figure this out or, you know, ask, get more information, whether you do it or don't do it, get educated Correct. and get educated so that it benefits you, not me, not you, but it benefits them in their pocket. Correct. That's a game changer for many, many people who are trying to figure it out and going, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I, I think people give up, get despair and, you know, just a smidgen of hope can go so far for people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Here's the true time, true moment of time. Sit back. I ask this of everybody. So sit back, close your eyes and take a deep yoga breath in. Hold it, connect to your inner child and exhale. And as you connect with her, what does she say about you now from where you were at five years of age? Uh, COVID's over with, get traveling again. I, I have some excellent <laughs> plans for June, July, August, and September. So yes, she's she's very excited about that. But she's also, she knows that you had some bumps in the road, some obstacles that were very, very difficult. But you, she says, you always knew you were 100% at surviving. Somehow innately, you knew this too was, what is that old phrase parents tell kids? This too shall pass? Correct. And so in your understanding, this too shall pass. And and so you didn't hang on to the emotions that went with those obstacles. Correct. My mom died uh, July 30th, 2019. Yeah, 2019. And I have family all over the world. And we couldn't get to Ireland altogether to take her ashes back to Ireland. And we're going to be there. uh, We're all going to be in Donegal June 2nd. And... I have I haven't seen some of my uh, nieces and nephews. I guess I saw them. Uh, yeah, I, it's just going to be a fun time. My 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 mom put in her her uh, wishes to have the ashes. Um, her father died when she was four. I know you were uh, orphaned at eight. Um, she just she left Ireland at age sixteen and always wanted to go back. So I'm looking. I'm so looking forward to that to that July trip. Uh, and I agree. I agree. But it's 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 the unity that that yes. you're going to feel that family unit, which right. you miss, which you, which you miss dearly. Wow, wow, wow. Sally Gimmon. This has been amazing, amazing, <laughs> thank amazing. You, Chris. I, I'm thank sorry you. to take up so much of your time. So but I know you you're good. Me. You're good. It, it, it was a pleasure speaking with you. And again, um, if I can help your, any of your listeners in any way, I'm, I'm here to help. Awesome. Awesome. Stand by just a second. OK. Wow. Again, wow, wow, wow. I love the fact that she has a way that ordinary people can make better money decisions in life and choices in life that I didn't even know. And I I mean, you know, I just thought I was pretty savvy, but wow, I'm blown away by this. But it takes a special kind of individual to dream their thoughts and their ideas, turning it into their reality. And it takes the courage to step through that threshold and reach out for that brass ring. Sally Gimmon has done just that. She stepped past the fears. She stayed her course. She had the courage to do the follow through 
for herself and for others. And I honor that because most people don't realize that simple act is serving humanity. And in that, it makes a difference in people's lives. Wow. Again, Sally Gimmon, you've championed yourself. Now we know who you've become. Thank you for sharing infinite banking. I, I'm blown away. I'm blown away. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're sharing your thoughts, your ideas, and your dreams of a future for everybody today. 